Hi, on this episode of K-12 Tech Talk, we talk about Corey's phone demos, Chris is looking at new antivirus, Google Workspace changes and additional costs, and we complain about DRC. Have a listen. All things technical in K-12. This is K-12 Tech Talk Podcast with Josh, Chris, and Corey. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is K-12 Tech Talk with Chris, Josh, and Corey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, fellas. What are you up to? Corey is... Yeah, I was going to say, Corey's chowing down on some ice cream. What is that, man? Uh, (laughs) Oreo cookie dough blast from Sonic, who is not a sponsor of this show, but they could be. They could be. It would... Yeah, they should be. We could. My take wife some, was running late, and so I, I don't want a melted ice cream. We could take the, some ninety nine cent Blizzard or ninety nine cent uh, shake coupons from Sonic if you're listening, or some corn dog coupons. Eh, there's their shakes are pretty good. Free corn dogs for everyone. I don't know if their corn dogs are good. I don't know Chris, are you out of the pocket of doom? Heck yeah! Are you? Yeah, we're having re- we have regular tech problems now. So <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> so what what have you made a decision? Are you going to make a decision about your antivirus program? We are. I've had I mean, so that company keeps calling me to check in. Oh, really? They are. They doing some. Yeah, they yeah. haven't closed the ticket yet. They keep waiting to because I, you know, like so they released an update, um, but I have to have every computer turned on to receive that update. So I've been asking everybody to turn on their computers and stuff, but you know, you have labs that right. whatever the back row doesn't get used or whatever. Uh, so I've been kind of messing around with that, but the, I've kind of liked that I have, I've been giving them some uncertainty. I've yeah. turned the tables. Absolutely. I mean, but I am demoing um, carbon black. Are you? I am demoing web root yeah. uh, because it works with Kaseya. Uh, Bit defender works with Kaseya. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not actually looking at that one too closely. Um, and then what's another one? Shoot, I'm drawing a blank. But Carbon I'm Black at, or CrowdStrike? Yes, I I have a trial thing going on that. So I'm, I there's like four. Well, basically the ones that we kind of messed around with. Yeah, except for the one that I use. Yes, Thanks. I'm doing actual demos of them now. Yeah, so there there's a couple schools around us that are using Carbon Black and I believe CrowdStrike. Um, and I've heard really, really good things about them. So I'd be curious to to get your take on and see what you end up going with. So is it a foregone conclusion that you are leaving your current company or you no. may still stay with them? No. So kind of like that whole, what I quickly said, Webroot and Bitdefender, there's a chance I could leave uh, what I currently have and they would give me another one with little or no cost difference kind of thing. I, to me... It, I don't know that I would leave and go to Webroot or leave and go to Bitdefender. I think if you're going to leave, you make the jump and go to one of those next level like CrowdStrike or Carbon Black. The, the other one, I I wasn't thinking about it. Palo Alto has an endpoint antivirus. We already have a Palo yeah. Alto firewall. So I'm che- that's the other one I'm checking out because I know nothing about it. Fortigate's the same way. They have their endpoint antivirus. And I haven't, I mean, not to knock it, but I haven't used it. Um, I don't know that I'd put it in the same group as right. those next level type or next gen, I guess is what they call them, uh, antivirus programs. So I'm glad you're out of the pocket of doom. Yeah, we've just we've gone back to uh, computer won't turn on. Nice. Uh, smart board broken. 
smart board won't turn on and it's really the projector. Yeah. It's funny how that I, works. I went up to the uh, cafeteria today. All I wanted was some nachos. <laughs> and then they said their screen is flickering. But what do you they know have, what? Like, just a monitor or they have some sort of other screen? Uh, they, I, I don't know. I said, please. <laughs> but that's back i mean we're back we're back to normal good i'm glad so, yeah how many years did you age during the last week i know i gained weight the, the bigger question is did you take your wife to hobby lobby no but she went by herself and bought many a thing that's probably better she bought the thing there was something for the kitchen island that she's been talking about for a long time that we were putting off she hadn't bought it no without you there so she didn't have to get permission Corey, how's that ice cream excellent it looks like it <laughs> So, Corey, you've had a bit busy week as well, haven't you? No. You you had some phone demos, right? Oh, yeah. You know, this would be much better if we actually had a conversation. Yeah, so we are uh, we will be switching phone systems this, this summer. We demoed four. Um, we have one more to go next Tuesday. Uh, it is a, it is a uh, product that somebody else has already demoed. So we had two vendors demoing the same product. Uh, so four different products total um a lot of differences um and what they can do a lot of difference in the cost too so uh, we we are using a committee um to help make the decision on what phone system we think is best so after tuesday's demo we plan on staying after that the committee together and actually that time we hope to make our decision then um that will the superintendent will take to the school board so very exciting times so what are your, the phone system you have now is already via voice over IP, right? Yes. So that, that's not really going to be a big change for you. What, what are you, uh, of the demos that you've seen so far, what do you think is the big feature that you might gain that you don't have now? Um, honestly, I feel like our current phone system is pretty full featured. Uh, Chris has it as well. Uh, the reason we're leaving it is because it's no longer a business. <laughs> and so like we need to go something else um actually i think the biggest change with our product is we are also going to be incorporating the building paging systems with the phone system as well oh uh, yeah. that was a pretty substantial cost of the project um so, so like are right you replacing old, are you replacing your current paging like yeah a du- two duquesne systems they will be gone sweet Ooh. um and then that's so exciting then our our paging, uh, we will still have talk back in the classrooms uh, via speakers. Uh, they will have an extension. The speakers will. Oh, so interesting. The secretary will be able to dial the talk back speaker um, from her from her phone and talk through the classroom speaker instead of having to talk through the phone because the elementary classrooms, like they're too loud just yeah. to have a phone in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we made that clear to all the vendors that hey, this is a problem you need to solve. And it was weird how different all their solutions were. Like one vendor is like, we might just pigtail out of the back of your phone into speakers in the ceiling. And I'm like, okay, like it's not my, I don't, it's not my job to tell you how to do your your job, but that sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, And then other ones did it, you know, more like, Hey, we're going to put a bunch of paging adapters in Um, one, one vendor said, Hey, we're not going to even mess your stuff. That stuff's so old. We don't want to mess it with it. We're just going to put new speakers in everywhere. And obviously they knew like their labor cost was going to be more than the rest. Right. But they were very upfront and I, that's fine when they said, Hey, we're just going to, we would bid a whole new system totally. So yeah. How old are your Duquesnes? Old, old. I mean, well, 
so old. So uh, there's a company in St. Louis that I think basically manages everybody's paging system. I'm not going to say their name. Yeah. Uh, they came, we needed to make a bell schedule change. Um, they came and they told us this would be the last time they, they Oh, wow. Yeah. This is the last time I'm so, going here. Like the high school principal told me, he's like, Hey, the company just left. And they said, this is the last time they're going to touch it. Wow. So like, and, and, and our elementary is even older than that one. We, so it's old stuff. I, I know we have a 20 year old Duquesne and that's probably the newest one. Um, I have two Carehawk inter, uh, paging systems that replaced old, like old console sitting on the desk Duquesne paging system with the mm-hmm. with the the flip switch to be able to call the room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we replaced those a couple of years ago. But I know one, at least we have two other Duquesnes left. I know one of those two Duquesnes is probably every bit of twenty years old. Um, so yeah, we're we're kind of in the same boat those really but they're tanks man you could you can shoot them and and they would still work they're they're awesome unit well we just we just had one at the high school that had a buzzing noise uh and we paid a company because i don't i'm not i don't work on that yeah no i don't get it we had a company come and they were at their wits end and they ended up they were like let's just try a new surge protector and that we haven't had the issue since. So the the system lasted longer than the surge bar. Wow. You well, know. to attest to that fact, uh, most of the phone vendors bidding on our phone system, they're going to keep the Duquesne speakers in the classroom. So they said, <laughs> unless you have one that's not working, there's no point in changing right. it. Like it's going to work or it's not going to work. Right. So, I mean, that speaks to like, I guess how good it was right. or is. Yeah. It was funny when when we went to replace one that old console Duquesne with the flip switch. Um, we put in a Carehawk paging system, and I guess those are used in hospitals quite a bit. And uh, they were miraculously able to use all of this existing wiring wiring in the building to the call button as well as the speaker in the classroom. All they really had to do was re-terminate all of those cables and switches into the new Carehawk. I was I was kind of impressed by that. Um, mm-hmm about how universal some of that stuff, some of that wiring. Um, so Corey, what, what one feature would you say that you're, you've been most impressed with out of the new system? Um, it, so our, our secretaries really rely on the, uh, I call it the PC companion software. I don't know what you would call it. Like the software that allows you basically to manage your phone from, from a computer. Sure. Um, uh, the one we've always had, it works fine but it looked like it, it was made in 1995. Uh, and like other companies, they they look much better and they do a little more stuff. The majority of them, some of them, we were actually quite surprised like, oh, our current one, even though it looks terrible, does more than this. Huh. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Like I said, the, our current system probably, I really actually feel like it's pretty full featured and it's served us well. And it's actually a shame that we have to look at replacing it simply because the company doesn't exist anymore. So Chris, are you going to, are you going to take a page out of Corey's playbook here and look at a new phone system soon since you have the same? Yeah, system? ours. So we have at least another year. It's in a year, two years that we will have to replace ours as well. And it's in our plans to do so, but Corey gets to go first. Corey, how many handsets are you doing? About 150. Oh, that's pretty good size. Chris, how many handsets do you guys have? It's probably just about double that. That's it. Really? Are you going to buy Corey's old system to have it as a spare? We could. Components? We could. 
That's a good idea. I, I'm full of good ideas. Um, so we didn't talk about this last week, but Google had a pretty big announcement. I guess it was week before last, late in the week about um, kind of changing. I think the article I read was 50 new features for Google Classroom and Google for Education. But buried uh, in that article was the fact that Google really wants to start charging for Google for education now. And they're rebranding it, you know, the whole workspace thing. They're going to have a couple different tiers. Um, either of you guys have that document pulled up on, on what the new tiers are and stuff like that. No, because no. you didn't warn us. Uh, yeah, and, and you were talking about this, and I was like, "Man, how did I miss the news on this?" But I remember the I, well, I was in the pocket. What am I supposed Zoom. to search? Google uh, so fifty new features. This is whatever you guys are about to talk about. I have no idea. Really, you have no either. idea about this? I don't know what no. he's talking about either. Are you kidding me? I this mean, I know fun. it's workspace and stuff, but so the the big feature with Google Meet was the end now feature. Um, so this is something that they've needed since this, all of this started. Um, and it more or less, more or less now, um, when a teacher leaves their session, it, they will be prompted to end the Google meet for everyone at the same time to prevent students from, from, uh, coming back in and, um, joining a session oh, without a faculty member. I um, that. so there will, there are now, I guess four layers or four versions. Of hey, 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 hold on. Is is that in now? Is that does that like go back in time? Like does you know? I don't know. That's a great you know question. All the rogue ones. I don't know. Great question. Um, now there will be four versions of Google Workspace for Education. Uh, fundamentals will remain to be free. Uh, Workspace for Education standard is three dollars per student per year. Teaching and Learning Upgrade, which is $4 per student per year, and Google Workspace for Education Plus. This oh, was formerly, no, formerly known as G Suite Enterprise for Education, which we- That's what hopped, I got, right? Yeah, we, we hopped on that wagon. But here's the interesting thing. Um, G Suite Enterprise for Education, when we bought over the summer, they were licensing it based on FTE. And for every FTE, I believe you got 10 or 100 student licenses for free, right? 10. 10. Now they are changing it. They're kind of swapping it. Uh, it's $5 per student per year. And for every so many students, you get so many faculty members free. Um, so Google, this is a pretty big departure um, from what, you know, G Suite's been free forever. So is that better or worse? Uh, I, I believe it's more money. It's, it's Yeah, you're going to pay quite a bit more money. Um, so it's unbelievable. The free version. So are you going to stay with enterprise or whatever well, it's it, called now? It, it's going to, it's going to depend on if we get to keep the same structure because I think we paid for three. Yeah. So it was, it was 10 licenses. So we paid for like 310 or 320 faculty members. I don't remember what the cost. It was like four bucks a piece or something. Cause it was half off. Um, so now did it's you, was this what did i buy did you buy it for a year yeah i bought it for a year but it locked yeah. you in for three years worth of pricing or something like that but but that now is five dollars per student per year so for us that's 15 grand a year um it's gonna be kind of hard to justify that um you know they say that the features it includes everything with standard 
as well as teaching and learning. So, I mean, we can go over the features real quick. The free version, and this is just off of uh, edu.google.com slash products. Um, the free version includes collaboration tools, including classroom, docs, sheets, slides, forms, and more. Communication tools, including Google Meet, Gmail, and chat. Data loss prevention for Gmail and Drive and can be used in compliance with FERPA, COPA, and GDPR. Um, the education fundamentals, which is $3 a student a year, includes everything that was in the free version, plus a security center to proactively prevent, detect, and remediate threats, uh, advanced device and app management to perform audits and enforce security and app access rules, Gmail log and classroom log export for insights into analysis and big data. Now, I know I don't know about you guys, but I do have a request every once in a while about, well, can you tell how often this kid's hitting classroom? Um, and then audit logs for drive device. They say no. Yeah. I mean, you're always better off starting with no. Uh, audit logs for drive device, LDAP, and more for tracking usage across your domain. So those are some interesting features. Uh, the uh, Let's see here. Scumbags. Yeah, it looks like my price would double if what Josh is saying is true. Right. Teaching and learning upgrade is an enhanced instructional impact uh, with advanced video communication and rich class experience and tools to drive academic integrity. So the teaching and learning is $4, which includes everything the prior two versions have, plus meetings for up to 250 participants and live streams with up to 10,000 in-domain viewers from Google Meet. Premium, premium engagement features in Google Meet, including interactive Q&A, polls, breakout rooms, and more. Nice. So there's the interesting thing. If you're using polls and breakout rooms in Google Meet, right? you at a minimum need to subscribe to this $4 a student level. They put um, the hook in. Right, exactly. So this next one, they've got a big coming soon banner next to it. It says classroom add-ons to directly integrate your favorite tools and content. Now, I don't really know what that means. And then the last one, unlimited originality reports and the ability to check for peer matches across private repository of past student work. So that's something I keep getting asked about with the version that we have now. And I don't know that it's working yet, um, but that that originality originality report based on other students work. So say you're an English teacher and you have a research paper due for your students. You can, I guess, throw the papers that have been turned in into that repository. And then any new paper is checked against content that is in that repository. So that's a nice feature for plagiarism and kids copying off of each other or kids doing work for each other. So again, that's the $4 and you know, this is interesting. It says $4 a license. A, holy crap. $4 a license a month. That cannot be right. No. Mm -hmm. Cause the other ones say year. Yeah. And they say student a year. This one says $4 a license a month. That, that cannot be right. That's gotta be a typo. So Google, Google doesn't typo. True. Uh, so the last one, Google Workspace for Education Plus, formerly known as G Suite Enterprise for Education, which is what Chris, Corey, did you, did you buy into this one too? Did you say that? Yeah, and it looks like you got to do the $5 a year one to get the new Sys uh, Classroom Sync. But see, we are, I'm already doing that. So that's, yeah. That, I mean, I think we could go down to the teaching and learning version. So the features here are everything in the three prior versions, plus live streams up to 100,000 in domain viewers, which why would you people? Um, Wait, why do you say you could already do that if they're going to take it away? I don't know that they're going to take... Well, that's a good question. So the question would be if they're going to take it away. I I 
currently we have Tyler Sis, and I see that as a function of Tyler Sis, not classroom. Right, 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 right. That's but not if Google. The, yeah, not if Google takes your API away. Right. Yeah, that would that would be horrible. Um. So that's the next bullet. Sync rosters directly to classroom from any student information system. Uh, personalize cloud search for your domain and make information accessible and easy to find. I don't. I think that's stupid. Uh, faster response times from a support team of product specialists. I don't know that I've had slow response times from their support team. Have you guys? No, it's been fine. Yeah. So sync, sync, syncing rosters is the big question mark. Uh, yeah. And so what are they going to break by doing that would be my question. If Tyler, the, the sys that we use, if, if Tyler will continue to function without being at the $5 level, I could see us dropping down to the teaching and learning model and, and going with the $4 they say why so what do you save in a year three grand yeah 3100 yeah not worth it i mean that can buy six does this make you guys you're like man i wish i could go back and we would have went one-to-one linux or one-to-one microsoft (laughs) or no i i still think for the headache and cost of cals and office and just the headache of handing out real laptops to every student oh my god i could not imagine you should have bought those those tablets from dollar store no what were those, those big lots? What were those Windows <laughs> laptops that window Windows Microsoft tried coming yeah. out with those lap? What were those? Uh, streams. Yes, stream. Those were pretty much a failure, weren't they? I mean, they didn't last, but maybe a year any? or two. I, I never saw one. We never. We don't. Didn't Corey? Didn't a district down by you do that? It was just a thing not of that legend. That's oh. not I know of. Oh, I I thought something. Never mind. We'll talk. Should have got iPads. You know, but okay, let's talk about that for a minute. With Mozile, I don't know if you guys are using Mozile. Mozile for a single platform, meaning if you were just trying to manage iPads, is free. And I their free version of an MDM is fantastic. It it actually makes a rollout and management of iPads rather simple. Hmm. Teamed teamed with Apple School Manager, it is probably as easy as managing Chromebooks, if not easier. So if Google keeps pushing this pay for service thing now and changing their mindset you're out they they could be in some trouble they really could um not that i'm going to advocate advocate buying chrome or buying ipads for everyone because it would be horrible um but it, they need to watch what they're doing i think they're i think they're gonna get too big for their britches here um better did you hear that google josh just issued a threat well i i tweeted their education team and i tweeted uh, some contacts that i had from our google. from our twitter account no from my personal one asking hey i run a very successful k-12 podcast um <laughs> would you guys be willing for an interview and they have ghosted me so far Shots Even con- fired. T- contacted uh james leonard on on linkedin and i haven't heard anything back so google if you are listening we would be more than happy to have you on here and take you over the coals. You need to explain yourself, Google. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, it's not that hard to understand. But no, but but yeah, but wh- years why? ago, I went I went to the Mornet conference and this Jamie dude, whatever from Google, was there and he was like the Google preacher, whatever they called him. Oh, and he preached uh, about how much they love education. They're no. there for the kids. It's gonna be free. They love us. It wasn't still that, is free. That was METC, wasn't it? Jamie, they put the hook in. Oh, what was his name? It's still free. Yeah, yeah you don't like want limited. any of the tools. Yeah, it's like it's like you get docs. I mean, words not free. It's like when like my my youngest daughter, she's like, "Daddy, can I get this app on the iPad?" It's like, 
Barbie makeup and it's a free app and then you get it and it's like you have to pay five dollars a week to unlock all the makeup kits <laughs> it's not free I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised this happened at all no i'm not either and and they whether or not this was planned i mean they they did it perfectly you know they got everybody sucked in with devices that were about 200 bucks a piece you know, the management was a one-time $35 fee and that's gone up again. So that's more expensive now. Um, they did it right. I mean, they, they were, whether or yeah. not it was intentional over the last five or six years to to end up charging for this, you know, if that was on an internal roadmap or well, something, I don't know. Well, and then COVID happened and then we, none of us three ever paid for the enterprise version before, but then COVID happened and it's like, hey, if you want to, if you want these features, pay for enterprise. And then it, and I, I'm sure they figure, hey, once you're paying for enterprise, you're just going to keep paying to have those features. Yeah. So the interesting th- thing, all three of us locked into that enterprise for education version when they were running that half off price and they, you know, were locking the price in for three years. It's going to be interesting to see if they keep that. Right. Or those terms anyway, for the remaining two years and let us have. Because what was the, oh, we did that big time just to get uh, Google Meet so we could record. Correct. Yeah, that was a big that feature. That was the big the tipping wide. point for us. Yeah, us too. Um, and I don't know if that's been a success or not. I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, Google Google Meet works, and we're recording, but I don't know if it was really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was a good spend. It may not have been. It might have been. I don't know. I don't um, have regret because we. It seems like my teachers are are screen recording with with other tools as much as they are with Google Meet for whatever reason. You know, Loom every is, purchase I make is a legit purchase. Yes. Oh, I, yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't spend frivolously at all. I, I actually quite a tight wad. Um, but you have products out there like Loom that are, that's completely free and has no limits on recording time. Uh, Screencastify, if you buy it, it's unlimited and it's, it's a pretty good tool. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, going back, I don't know that I would buy it again, but, Great. um, so what else is going on? Uh, my Chromebooks, my 1150 Chromebooks should be showing up, uh, I, either mine tomorrow. showed up. I have oh, 500 or something. Do you? So, I didn't even know the, like the guy oh my showed up. Gosh, we haven't talked about any of our sponsors. Do we still have sponsors or do they leave? Well, I mean, we mentioned something cool at the beginning. You want to talk about how people can get a hold of Jeremy? Somethingcool.com. Jeremy Porter sales at somethingcool.com. A proud reseller of Ruckus Wireless. And we'll just we'll tease that for some future episodes. Um, Who else did we sell our souls to? Aruba. Aruba. We can talk about Chris's email here in a minute. Uh, did Ryan ever text you back with his random question today? I don't Ryan? think Chris asked him. I didn't ask him. Oh, he's going to be upset. I mean, the 50-50 even listens. So. Oh, I hey, think but he... I got it. So Midwest Tech Talk coming up in July. July I don't even know when that conference is. 18th, is 19th, 19th and 20th. Yeah, July 19th and 20th with a kickoff on the 18th. Provision Data Solutions will be there with Ryan. Uh, and they are offering, uh, along with HP Aruba, uh, HP Aruba sending some texts, and then PDS is going to be there, uh, tracks both days, all having to do with wired and wireless stuff. If you attend all the classes, we're offering a test at the end, and you can receive a Midwest Tech Talk uh, certification. It might be cool. worth a dollar an hour raise. You could go back and say, I yeah. got certified. 
Um, that piece of paper. Is that going to be in person? Is this in person? It is in person or online. We hope that everybody comes out to Lake of the Ozarks to hang out with us in person. But if not, we're going to do Zoom meetings like last year. But then you, I think it's 50 bucks for an online ticket and we will ship you a box of swag. Are we going to have a booth? Oh, we should. We should. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'll run it. We can sign autographs. Yeah. (laughs) Headshots. Yeah. Hey, we can sell. Oh, this is great. We can sell our shirts and hoodies. Are you going to charge the podcast to come, Chris? Probably. I think you should. Um, Shirts and hoodies. A link will be in the podcast description. We want to know if you want a shirt or a hoodie. It says we're professionals and it has our names on it and stuff. Looks pretty cool. So speaking of Chromebooks, my 1150 should be here any day now. Chris just got, what'd you say, 500 and something? 550. Um, we got an email from a vendor and I guess let, let's leave the name out of it because I don't know if he was supposed to share this with us or not. Um, but he said that HP has told vendors or clients that to expect a six month wait on any orders being placed now. Did you guys see that email? Did. So if you have waited to place your, or are waiting to replace or to place an HP Chromebook order, you best be getting it in soon, homie, because six months from now is September. Um, which I don't, depending on where you are, that may or may not be after the start of the school year. So you might be in a pickle. Um, yeah, HP saying that, and then kind of interesting Lenovo normally around this time announces what the replacements are going to be, and they Lenovo. haven't done that yet. And HP, I think, still staying with last year's model, the G8. Yes, I believe that is correct. Um, but if HP, let, let's see, that would be HP, what not enterprise, right? HPI. If their Chromebook people would like to come on the show and explain the issue, I would love to have them on here and have them tell me where my order from last May is. Oh, boy. I'm still waiting. A I have an HP order out that I made in September, and I was told by the my rep who we bought them through, he called me last week just to kind of talk shop. He said, by the way, HP is still telling me quarter one. Quarter one ends in uh, 26 days. So <laughs> I'm in the same boat, Corey. I made the order in May and I, I'm they, they're telling me quarter one. Actually, the, the vendor, we ordered from different vendors, but the vendor that I bought from called me yesterday and said, hey, do you have any projects coming up this summer that we can bid on? I said, no, but why don't you tell me what the status of my order from last May is? And he's like, oh, uh, I don't know. Great. Thanks. I got so the drivers showed up with our 550 and 550 cases, and I mean it's March. Yeah, like, I so was like I, I guess let's just go put them in the shed. <laughs> are you? You're not going to hand them out? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're we're going to hand once ours come in. We are going to get them out right away because they're they only have one year factory warranty. So so our so they're deferring our warranty. Oh which is wow! Oh yeah, I we get to tell I them mean, our. I initial. think they would. Wouldn't they almost have to? Well, I mean, like once you receive, but if you receive them, that warranty should start ticking. I mean, you could lie to them and go ahead and hand them out and say you didn't hand them out until. Lenovo fall. has like a, they called it something. It's like a school thing. Um, Get it. So we received an email from Aruba, who um, is He's one of our sponsor. sponsors, our, our newest sponsor on the show. Thank you, Aruba. Um, Chris, do you want to go over that email real quick about the interesting offer about, uh, their conference? Yes. Atmosphere 21 is coming up April 13th and 14th. It is free. Normally like that thing is in Vegas. You get to fly there. It's pretty expensive. I've sent 
the network administrator there a couple of times. Uh, lots of good information will be there. Keynotes on both days. Uh, they can reach out to Chris personally for that, or there's a registration link. Uh, you can search around and find the, the website because they're well, offering we can... all that good stuff for free. We can put that in the description of the podcast too. So oh, um, advanced. Put the we'll we'll put that link in the description of the podcast uh, to register for Atmosphere. I, 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 I got a I got a decent story about that. So we um, have like consultant install money, like that's a budget line that we have. Uh, and then of course we have a professional development budget line. Uh, so it was a hard sell for me. Uh, network administrator wants to go to Las Vegas for some Aruba conference. You know, not many of us get to go to Vegas on the school's dime. Uh, but my promise to the superintendent at the time was I'm going to lessen my install consulting budget if we can increase the PD budget to send him to that. Uh, so when he went, he's gone, I think, two times now. Uh, and we have done that. We have reduced the amount of money that we spend on consultants to get help with our network or wireless issue. And then he played a far bigger role like the last time we swapped out a bunch of access points and did upgrades on what model we went with and that kind of stuff. And that was all because he attended that conference. Yeah, I <clears throat> I attended twice. It's been probably uh, not since I've been at my school district now. I was at a different a prior job, prior two prior jobs. Um, and it's a blast, man. When they have it in person in Vegas, they throw a legit party. It is a lot of fun. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you ever get the chance to attend atmosphere they used to call it airheads right yeah um Cor Corey, did you go to airheads no i thought you did no Corey and i went to vegas one time that was mm -hmm. for kaseya we just went there just Damn, it was us. a fantastic the nicest hotel room i've ever been in and i had it all to myself and i was taking that? baths at like two in the morning what bob hotel? marley's like grandson yeah like kaseya booked bob marley's grandson for what just playing a concert music. huh it's me and Corey sitting out by the pool. What was that hotel? It was across the street from that shooting. <laughs> the MGM? <laughs> no. Don't help me with the Sorry name. Sorry to bring down the room. <laughs> Speaking of Aruba, do you think Jason can help my E-rate go through? Jason? Who's Jason? Chris, come on. <laughs> Stick with the joke. <laughs> my E-rate still just says certified. I'm ready for it to move on. Oh, my E-rate. So I looked today, two of, two of my E-rates say wave ready, my wireless and uh, I don't know, one of the other ones. Two of them say return for further review. What does that mean? <laughs> not good. That is not good. <laughs> my firewall and, and my switches have been returned for further review. It's like, it's like mail returned to sender. Yeah, apparently. And it, it's been like that for like two weeks. I don't, I'm starting to get worried. Hey, I just did the weirdest E-rate thing I've ever done today, by the way. So sure I had play this over the air. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. So I had that uh, company that was billing us for services we weren't actually receiving. Uh-oh. Is, is that, <laughs> did I unpack that further? I don't remember. I don't think you did. Yeah. In the, in the uh, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. So E-rate funded. Uh, this company's providing services for a couple years then we discover we're not getting all the services that we're supposed to get. So oh, they have... yeah. I thought you were talking about something else. Yes. Okay. So yeah. they have to go back uh, a couple years and they come up with it's thousands of dollars that they have to pay us back because we weren't getting what we were supposed to get. What you were but, contracted to get. Yes. But so we got a check. But with that check, 80% of that was E-rate oh. funding. 
so then I talked to that Chris at Mornet. Yeah. Uh, he, he sends me this link. So like, I don't, like, I don't, I feel like I did it right, but I don't like, I just click on this link and it says like, do you want to send back money? <laughs> and like, I like, I had to type in the, my bin uh, reference, a couple things. And then it said, how much do you want to send back and why? And then I typed in like our school's like routing and bank information and I felt like I was paying for like my kid's lunch. Like you just click submit and it said, thank you for your payment. Wow. I wonder, like, I wonder what would have happened. And not, not that I saying you right. would have done it so. yeah. didn't. Like if you, like, I'm wondering, like, if I would have remembered that, like, oh, USAC yep. is owed 80% of this money. I'm not sure it would have even clicked in my brain. Yeah. I just like, saw. Oh, I have to pay USAC. Yeah. There's like a self-reporting thing. And then there's a chance that say that company ends up doing, you know, like a, a whistleblower, basically. Right. Either that company or someone else hears about it. So there, there, there's probably a high chance because that company said that was my responsibility. And then, you know, then you're just getting to ethics. Right. Which, uh, I mean, your ethics. Right. So but anyways, they, it was the easiest E-rate thing ever. Of course, like giving money back. Well, so sure. what do you do? Mail the check or they just No, it was it all digital, like website, type in bank account information, hit submit. It said, thank you for your payment. I got an email. <laughs> wow. And I don't, I, is that it? I don't know. That's I thought I have wild. to explain why and stuff, but it just went. So do we want to talk about DRC real quick? Yeah. What did you guys suck. land on today? They suck. DRC does suck. Uh, so DRC is the, I guess one of the big, what, two or three state testing organizations for spring assessment that the feds require the states to do. And if um, there's three of them, they rank number three. Probably. Uh, I tester or the high school, the EOC one is by far super easy. Yeah. DRC, there's all sorts of hoops and just stupidity, stupidity that you have to jump through. Um, I know Pennsylvania, Mississippi, Michigan use them. Um, but I guess la- late last week, Thursday or Friday, they released an article saying that they've changed their extension ID and what and finally detailed what versions of Chrome OS they will support for the spring assessment. So if your state uses DRC eDirect or DRC Insight, whatever the heck they call themselves this week, for the spring uh, summative assessment for grades three through eight, um, you need to check the documentation because the extension ID has likely changed. Um, but there's so much more. Like, did you guys get an email like, no, I, I did not see the email. Did you? No. And like, so I, we found out by a, a, a random other Missouri tech director yeah. emailed a group yeah. saying, just by the way, I saw this. Uh, and then it's like, there's no communication. Then if you go to DRC's website and go to the download instructions, they list both the old kiosk <laughs> app ID and the new one in the same article. What's wrong with that? Oh, it's super frustrating. And, and then there's no way to know well, that you, they look identical. Yeah. There's no like version number in the title. The version is the same. Yeah. 11. Yeah. Thank so you. Th- <laughs> this is called their universal app. And I don't know. I, I even What's called that? support because there was some debate. We, we talked throughout the day. There was some debate on whether or not we really needed to do this because when you ran the self-check on the old version, you still got all green check marks and green check marks are good. That's what you need. Um, so I called DRC support. The first Yahoo I get a hold of 
I tell him the story. Hey, we got this new document. <laughs> There's a new extension ID. I said, I'm, I'm running the old extension ID. I ran the self-test and I get all green check marks in the self-test. Do I really need to push the new extension ID? This first guy says, nah, I don't, I, I, nah, it, sh- it should be fine. Well, in my gut, that really doesn't instill confidence. You know, you should be fine. So I asked the gentleman to check with his peers and possibly call tier two. Is that so, what was the actual sentence you said? I don't recall. I probably put it in, in our Discord chat. Because I doubt that's what you said. I was professional. Could um, you please call, talk to your colleagues and put me ahead to tier two? What's wrong with your voice? <laughs> Is that your British polite accent? It was good. That was Could really you- good. <laughs> So I spent roughly 45 minutes on hold waiting for this Yahoo to get a hold of tier two support. And tier two says, you can guess it. No, you need to run the new extension ID. So I believe the old extension ID started with the letter A and the new one starts with the letter B. Is that right, Corey? In. In, in for right. Nicholas. Yes. And I believe that it's like N-I-C-K maybe might be the first four letters of the extension ID. Um but yes, there is a new extension ID if you are running DRCE direct. So check that documentation um, and make sure your your COS is because there was a new version of the COS software as well. You have a caching server software. Um, did you guys do that? Yeah, I did that in the fall um, for WIDA. Isn't that on like auto update or something? No, yeah. I had I had to remove completely. Mine went sideways. I had to completely okay. remove and reinstall. I've had um, that before too, but mine all looks legit. Are you getting green check well, marks? Another yeah. frustration is if you're using the old one, throw a red check mark in it for God's sake. Right. Oh, you're not using the universal app. Yeah. Like, don't give yeah. me all check mark me, bro. <laughs> right. That's the There's title. There's a lot of, of frustration today. <laughs> That's the title of, of the episode right there. Check mark me. We got uh, a good uh, meme or whatever. We'll, we'll post that too to the Twitter account. That's somebody. Oh, made. yeah. Michael, listener. I don't know if my, if Michael listens. I don't know if we can call Michael. Michael posted that meme, made that meme. Uh, so, wow, that's been an episode. We are roughly 45 minutes, maybe a little bit more. So guys, any closing thoughts? Do we want to plug Jer- or Ryan in PDS? What's, what's the email? Isn't it Ryan R at provision ds.com. Bam. He's going to send like half He doesn't communicate anymore. <laughs> like after we've, like he found out we submitted our 471s and like, Oh, All right, guys. My. I'll see you. I'll see you in July. <laughs> Goodness. Bring your superintendent if you can. Corey Eat, does not I mean... speak from on my behalf. <laughs> hey, I got a joke. Do you guys want to hear my uh, Batman uh, impression? Yes. Ah, kryptonite. What? <laughs> ah, kryptonite. That's not Batman. That's not Batman. This has to be a church joke. Is this something ah, you told at church? Kryptonite. What is this? You're supposed to say, like, that's not Batman. That's Superman. We did. Thanks, I've been working on it. Get oh. it, that's Superman. Oh, my God. This this <laughs> went about 30 seconds too long. <laughs> yep, it did, too. All right, well, you that's can find us. the first time it didn't land. That's the first time. Oh, whatever. Your kids. you're not dealing with idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you can, where can they find us on Twitter, Corey? I don't know. What oh is it? goodness k12 tech talk pod yes yes all right we didn't have an, an uh cory fan email us during the episode with details of chris's network this week oh, so man. that's a good thing all right that probably was for the fall cory probably before the fall did anybody did anybody call me the goat 
this week again? No, you didn't hit send uh, on that email yet. Please. <laughs> all right. That was episode 25. Thanks for listening. Share with your friends. We appreciate all the shares and all the comments and give us a tweet. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.